0: You are now listening to the Redskins Couch Dad Podcast with your host Rod Murray. What's up guys, this is your host Rod Murray coming to you live with another edition of the Redskins Couch Dad Podcast. From the couch enjoying these Sunday games man, it's a lot of good games on right now. I'm definitely intrigued by that Patriots-Texans score right now, 21-20 at half. The Giants-Eagles, some of our division rivals, are 7-0 at halftime. And I'm a little disappointed in the Jets-Dolphins. I I'm truly believe Jay Cutler finessed. Uh, the Dolphins out of $10 million, man. What I've seen is he's horrible. And as we're talking right now, stefan Dix just took another one to the crib against uh, the Bucks, man. And he's having a field day out there against uh, Ryan Smith and Vernon Hargraves. He's definitely a star in the making. I think he, he's somebody that needs to get more respect than what he gets. Actually, I might come back, but regardless, it was a great play, man. But needless to say, man, this is all about Redskins today, man. Tonight, big game against the Raiders, nighttime NBC national spotlight for us a time to show the world exactly what our, our identity is this year you know it's gonna suck without robert kelly playing he's out for tonight so samaji so, so Piran will probably get the start uber excited for the rookie man i think he has a lot of talent um i am concerned though long term well not really long term but definitely while uh, robert kelly goes to this injury what our running uh, identity will look like i truly believe if we have a couple bad plays today uh, that we'll leave it alone and we'll turn more to Chris Thompson as that running back out of the backfield. Uh, let me cut from that. Actually, that touchdown did count. So now the the Vikings are just dominating the Buccaneers right now, 28-3. Those defensive injuries for the Bucs are killing them. But back to our Redskins, man, like I said, if we don't establish the run tonight, um, it's going to be a problem for us. And it might be a game that people tune away a lot. Sooner than later, to be honest with you. But I think we can do it, man. I think we got all the tools. Our offensive line was clicking last week against the Rams, man. The Raiders are a little more formidable, I'll say, as a complete defense than the Rams are. I think the Rams struggle at... Linebacker in the secondary, where well, I think the Raiders are more concrete and more of a unit. And let's be honest, their team that has Super Bowl aspirations, man. They were there last year until Derek Carr got hurt. So this is not a team coming into us that has a, 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 a rookie quarterback or not really a rookie, but a young quarterback or a young offensive line. They have a very, very good offensive line. They have tremendous wide receivers. Michael Crabtree looked went off last week for three touchdowns, and, and they have a, a good running back system. You know, in, in the OG Marsh. Sean Lynch, who's gonna be looking for contact, which hopefully we're ready to, you know, what I'm saying, make a couple plays. So I think it'll be a good game. We'll get into a couple of my keys to to victory. Um, a couple other things real quick in this short podcast. Like I said, I just wanted to put some out before the game starts today, man. So let's just get into a few of my keys to victory. All right, now, so my keys to victory, man. I believe it all. It begins with establishing a run. Um, again, very similar to week two. We got to go out and attack Ra- the Raiders' defense, especially their front four. Um, we have to get them tired. We have to move the line of scrimmage, and it all starts at the line of scrimmage. We have to push it forward. I think if Samaji P. Ryan gets off to a good start, his confidence just grows, as we saw in week two. Once he was able to get a couple carries under his belt and the game slowed down for him, his last carries, I think, were all for positive yardage. So I think starting out, that's going to be real big for us, for him to get him involved early. Um, to get the game settled down for him. I truly believe we can't come out throwing the pass. Um, I saw the soundbite on Terrell Pryor saying that this, his dominant season will start this weekend. that very well may be true. Um, But if we don't establish the run, then the Raiders won't expect a run, Um, and then he won't have a good game at all, let's be honest. He might get a couple catches um, underneath. But over the top, well, I think uh, he'll excel for as long term as one of our fastest receivers. I think that begins... Um, with us establishing a run as we always have. Kirk Cousins, I think we need to open up, back up with play action. Um, Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis. If Jordan Reed is a full go, I haven't seen that information yet, but Vernon Davis is just as capable in now as Paul. We definitely have to get them involved in the game early and and try to keep the Raiders' defense... very very honest very honest i think we could capitalize on uh, on their secondary ability what they have back there um i think we can attack them up the seams i think our, our tight ends are a little bit better than their uh, linebackers so i believe if we can take advantage of those mismatches that are created in the seams with our tight ends that we can also give our quarterback another ability to stretch the field get the ball downfield and open up the underneath passes to your jameson crowders or your ryan grants and even more running abilities with Samaj p ryan um again that's all on play action, though. Josh Dotson, please show up this week. You have to show up this week, man. And again, that's not on, on Josh Dotson. I believe that's on Kirk Cousins as well to get him involved. He missed him a couple times in week two against the Rams. Let's hope he doesn't do it tonight. Um, It's going to be real big for us to get him involved because it allows Jamison Crowder to go back to his true position, which I believe is in the slot, uh, not outside. And we're definitely doing a lot more of condensing our wide receivers in bunch formations, which I truly believe we can spread them all out and have Kirk Cousins be more effective in the short short passing game to again open up the long yardage plays that are there. We just have to start underneath, and that begins with short yardage, getting it out quick to our wide receivers, and then again, and I sound like a broken record at this point, but establishing the run, we have to um, get the ball rolling. That's real big for us. On the defensive side of the ball, pick up right where we left off last week. Um, I believe again, our base defense should be a four-man front with Kerrigan and Smith coming off the edges. I'm a fan of the 3-4, but only in various situations, and definitely not all situations for us. I think we need to keep Kerrigan and Smith coming off the edges we can rotate them with anderson and galette and then you put them in a three four base then when we have anderson and galette in the game because they they still they uh they're still able to attack the perimeter but they do it better from standing up whereas kerrigan and smith are better to me um in a three-point stance and the interior, I think it should be Iunitis and Allen. I think they give us, along with Smith and Kerrigan, our best rotation as a D-line. Uh, Matthew Unitis has came on real big for us um, at the point of attack. He's he's attacking the centers and guards. And Jonathan Allen is doing exactly what he did at Alabama, being very, very, very aggressive, pursuing to the ball, real big things that we normally don't see from rookie linemen, but he's doing a lot of it and I think that could be real big for us if he keeps on um, growing the way he has. He's playing with a lot of confidence, and I, you rarely see that from uh, Ricky Lyman, just given the, the job they have and the usually the amount of experience that comes from offensive linemen, you know they're they're usually the ones that play your 9-10 year seasons or even longer than that and they have a lot of experience and just suave to themselves, so to see how he's played the first two weeks is real big, I hope that continues for us. Our linebacker play is very consistent, Zach Brown just continues to run sideline to sideline him and Mason Foster are going to have their hands full with Marshawn Lynch and the Raiders other uh, running backs at this time, forgive me I can't think of their names, but they're going to rotate, Marshawn Lynch doesn't play like uh, as many uh, snaps as he did in Seattle, so they're, they're gonna spread us out and our linebackers just have to be prepared. Um and I think they will be like I said I, I've always been a fan of Zach Brown even in his Buffalo days and I think they just continue on now um like they have the last two weeks and I'm I was big on Mason Foster as far as his mess ups and him falling asleep. He's done one of the first two games let's hope in this Sunday night matchup he won't in a long yardage down that he like falls asleep in coverage and able to sneak behind him like they've done both in week one and week two. But then again he, he kind of made up all that with the, the game still interception last week so let's hope we continue to grow on that and that injury that he has doesn't affect him much in this game with his dislocated shoulder. And then, like I said, our linebacker play be huge with, we can rotate Martell Spates in and Will Compton. So again, we have the depth there if we need it. I just, I hope it's not, you know what I'm saying, real, that we have to depend on it due to injuries because I believe in that duo with Mason Foster and Zach Brown is real huge for us. Our secondary this is a coming out game for Kendall Fuller, I believe. I truly believe he makes a couple turnovers that sways um, in a Redskins victory. I think he's been on the brink of excellence the last two games, and I think he finally comes through this game. Uh, and my 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 point man on the offensive side that gives that to us is Cordell Patterson. I don't know if that's in a forced fumble or a bad route that gets intercepted, but somehow I believe Kendall Fuller will put his uh, stamp on this game for us, not secondary. Rashard Bidlin has been playing excellent. Uh, Josh Norman is always been consistent in what he does for us. Um, I hope Monte Nicholson is a go for us. I truly believe he's our future at safety. I wrote a story on that. I think he's the future for us. D.J. Swinger is our strong safety. If I had to peg the two, uh, free or strong, but they are very interchangeable in what they do. Um, in our defense and our style and how we run it. But I do believe that uh, Monte is our is our is our is our starting safety for the next six seven years or somewhere around that time frame. I'll say five to be safe. But I just think he's our guy going forward. You know, uh, I give, he gives us that rangy safety, that free safety that can run, that has the speed. And Swearinger gives us that, that hard-hitting safety that can move down in the box, which I think him and Marshawn going to have a lot of meetings together today in this game um, if we move them down in the box and show a cover three front a lot to get an extra defender down in the box to stop their running attack. I think if we can do both that on, on the offensive side and defense side of the ball, uh, contain the pass, um, for our secondary. Keep everything underneath. It's going to be real huge for us. We cannot allow Cooper and Crabtree to get behind us, to include Seth Rod- Roberts, who's uh kind of like the, the lone man in that wide receiver trio, but he gets a lot of looks if he's open. I mean, he's very consistent and can catch the ball, so we can't allow anything to get behind us. Everything has to stay in front of us, and if we can do that, and get the Raiders off the field on third downs. They have the ability to extend drives for a long period of time, which we cannot do to keep our defense tired. Again, like I said, we have the death, but We just don't tend to use them um like i think we we uh we have the capability and potential to do and and that kind of goes into us getting out the field so we have to get out the field on third down nothing changes from that simple stuff every week i truly believe if we keep it simple and just you know i'm saying do the routine stuff routinely this game we could come out of here with a win i do not believe we will blow the raiders out but then again i didn't believe the jags will blow out the ravens so anything is possible today um i just think believe if we follow those keys to victory we'll get a w in this week and go in the week four two and one and before we face the chiefs so it'll be real huge huge for us those are my keys man i hope you guys enjoyed them if you agree with them or not let me know drop a line on my twitter at SportsCouchDad, and then we could talk about it if you're not man i want to before i end this man i want to give a big shout out and a huge appreciation man to just the redskins fan base, man. They're real big on Twitter, man. Over the last week, man, I've had a lot of good conversations. Connected with so many Redskins people, man. Especially uh, Diehard Otis was real huge, man. and Gave me a lot of tidbits, information, man, and advice just on how to succeed and go forward as far as getting my information and content out there to follow Redskins fans, man. So a big, huge appreciation to all of them, man. The Redskins tweet team, real big, man. I want to thank you as well. Again, if you are not with the Redskins tweet team at the game, man, please post your pics of you repping the squad at home um at hashtag redskins from the couch you know just show show everybody that we are a huge fan base man and, and we love our team man so this has been rod murray i'm your host again man thank you for joining another edition and i see you on watching tv tonight from the couch of the game man hell to the redskins